Hello, I'm Chris Ralph, Chief Investment Officer at St James's Place. In this update, I'll give a broad overview of how global investment markets have performed over the quarter. For a more comprehensive review of markets in the first quarter, please read my recent article, Marking Time, which is also available on Insights. I also wanted to address a couple of areas investors have been quizzing me about in recent meetings. Firstly, the ongoing situation with Greece. And secondly, some questions I've had about market valuation levels. In my last video, I spoke about two geopolitical events which, at the time, were giving investors cause for concern. An unexpected majority victory for the Conservative Party in the general election was a welcome surprise for UK equity markets and helped to continue their upward trajectory from the start of the year. On the other hand, markets continue to be sensitive to the less than certain outcome from the ongoing situation involving the Greek debt crisis. As I filmed this update, we know that the Greek electorate have firmly voted to reject the Eurozone's cash for reforms proposals, but we still have little clarity on whether the Grexit is likely or not. For now, we retain a watching brief, but as politicians and markets react to how the situation is going to be resolved, we will of course share with you our latest thoughts and those of our fund managers. For example, I caught up with Richard Pearson of AXA Investment Managers earlier this week, and for now he remains relatively confident that whether Greece remains in the Eurozone or not, the impact on both European and global markets will be relatively minimal, pointing out that Greece contributes only 2% of the total GDP for Europe overall. If the first quarter of the year was marked by a general sense of positivity, then it's fair to say that the second quarter sparked a slightly different mood amongst investors. Year-to-date, the major equity markets remain in positive territory, but the latest three-month period saw losses, in sterling terms, across the board. On home shores, the decisive general election result, which bodes well for domestically focused businesses, as well as significant merger and acquisition activity, helped offset the negative market sentiment resulting from the breakdown of bailout negotiations between Greece and its creditors. Unsurprisingly, the UK outperformed Europe, as the latter felt the full force of events being played out in Athens. In local currency terms, the US offered a rare bright spot amongst global equity markets, producing a small positive return. M&A activity continued, recent data showing the first half of 2015 to be the strongest first half since records began in 1980. Japan fared uh, well in relative terms, mainly driven by a broadly positive corporate results season, showing profit growth as expected with few surprises. Banks, IT and telecoms were amongst the strongest performing sectors. Despite the fragility of macroeconomic data from the US, statements from the Federal Reserve warning that investors should expect interest rate hikes to begin later in 2015 pushed yields higher. Both US Treasuries and UK gilts fell in capital terms as a result. Corporate bonds struggled through the period, investor appetite for yield explaining the outperformance of high-yield bonds versus their investment-grade equivalents. Despite the economic and geopolitical challenges, 
many global markets are near or have surpassed all-time highs in recent months. Consequently, investors are frequently asking me, is now a good time to be investing in equities? Of course, the question needs to be set in the context of the current shortage of alternatives, with cash and many areas of the bond market continuing to provide derisory returns. However, the fact remains that equity markets have benefited in recent years on a wave of liquidity created by quantitative easing and central bank policy. However, as the stimulus of quantitative easing is withdrawn, the expectation is that markets will become more discriminate, with fundamentals, rather than momentum, playing a much more significant role in determining the performance of individual stocks. Whilst history may not repeat itself, what it can tell you is that the price that you pay for a company has proven to be the key determinant of future returns. This chart shows the annualised 10-year returns from the UK stock market based on various starting valuation levels over the last 50 years. The current price-earnings ratio of the UK market is illustrated by the grey bar, above the long-term average of 14, but below previous highs seen in periods such as the peak of the technology boom in December 1999 and prior to the global financial crisis in June 2007. What the chart illustrates is that the higher the price paid, the lower the future returns have been, and that currently we're somewhere in the middle of the range. The important difference between now and the dot-com boom is that whilst markets have reached similar levels, the values of many technology companies were then vastly inflated with little or no earnings to support such enthusiasm. Earnings may not have risen significantly in recent years, but companies are much better capitalised than was the case in the past when markets were trading at high levels. There remains a number of uncertainties which may check the progress of markets, which no one is able to predict. However, there are still attractive returns to be made if you find those companies that have been mispriced. Investing with St James's Place passes the burden of responsibility onto the fund managers carefully selected and continually monitored by our investment committee on your behalf. I do hope you found this update interesting, but if you have any further questions, as always, please contact your St James's Place partner. There will be further videos over the coming months. Please check back to hear the latest news and views from your fund managers. All that remains is for me to say thank you very much for watching. Any views and opinions expressed are solely those of the individuals and are subject to change. Where individual securities are mentioned, they do not necessarily represent a specific portfolio holding and do not constitute a recommendation to purchase or sell. Please be aware that past performance is not indicative of future performance. The value of an investment may fall as well as rise and you may get back less than you invested. Returns on equities cannot be guaranteed. Equities do not provide the security of capital characteristic of a deposit with a bank or building society.